All right, guys, we are on a roll, I say, after <laughs> the second episode where we are <laughs> just talking, not any type of interview or anything like that. We will be back to the interviews, but today we are just talking. This topic was another listener or reader suggestion. They want to know what makes a good review. Like what makes a good review? And I feel like that is another question that I don't know if there's really a right or wrong answer to that. You know what the right answer is? Five stars loved it. Would read everything <laughs> else she's ever written. <laughs> you know that makes a good review to me. No, just <laughs> <laughs> Alexandra Warren, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I think there are, like, as much as I do appreciate those reviews, I also appreciate reviews that um, I can tell they really critically thought about my work, like, like the messages that are, that sometimes I don't even realize that I'm putting out. um, Mm -hmm. And when they, when they point, what'd you say? Oh, I love those. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, when like when they just point out certain things that, you know, either I was intentionally or unintentionally trying to get across and how much they appreciate that and how much that resonated with them. Like that those are the ones that like get me in my feelings. Like, oh, like they get it. Like they understand me. Yes. Absolutely, because you have the opposite side of that, you know, the mm. people who leave two stars, this isn't what I thought it was gonna be two stars and then it's just it's like what, like, what do I do with this information <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> you know but I think you know what though I really think that in order to I guess decide what is a good a quote-unquote good review the first thing you have to figure out is okay who am I writing this review for am mm-hmm. I writing this for the author to see and I guess learn from or you know feel good about or feel bad about or am I writing this for other readers who might come along and may like this story or who might need to stay away from this story because of the things that are in it these are the things that I didn't like about it Uh and these are the things that other people don't like or these are the things that I loved about it and so people who also love these things read this book Mm -hmm. Like there has to be like that, that decision kind of has to be made first because to quote, <laughs> to quote Nicole Falls, I'm starting to become of the opinion that reviews are not actually my business. <laughs> Honestly though. And you can, like, you can tell like it's exactly what you said about how it's framed, right? If it's like when I, <laughs> Another kind of reason I love is when, like, I can tell they're talking to me very specifically, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Sis, like, you did this, you did that," yeah. like, and then they say my name, and I'm just like, "Yes, girl, like, I will give you a <laughs> <in> my face." <laughs> so, I, like, I do appreciate those, but I also, like she said, it's it's not my business because if I'm going to really make it my business, then I'm gonna end up mad, and I don't want to. <laughs> Right. I'm just, I'm at a point where I'm not sure how good it is for my mental health. And mm-hmm. I, t- I talked about this. Um, 
I can't remember. I feel like maybe in my interview, <laughs> maybe in my interview podcast about mm-hmm. about that mental health element to it, mm-hmm. you have to really decide that either you're not going to take the negative reviews to heart. But the thing is, if you're not going to take the negative or quote unquote critical reviews to heart, you can't also just prop yourself up on the positive mm-hmm. reviews. Mm-hmm. So you have to, like, you have to kind of, you you probably should find a balance. Is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably should find a balance. Or you can do like me and just divest from them all. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll... I'll just never know. Um, I won't say never. Like with every project, I will still read the first few reviews that come mm-hmm. in um, as I'm looking to see where the rank is going to fall and all of that. I'm curious. These people who are the first reviews in, that means you were excited for this, sis. You mm-hmm. were ready. Mm-hmm. You wanted to, I, I want to hear what you've got, got to say about it or whatever. And then people who tag me in reviews, like reviewers who tag me in their reviews um, on social media or whatever. Right. I obviously mm-hmm. read those. But for the most part, um, I was starting to develop a very negative relationship with the reviews. And it was to the point that it was affecting my work and affecting my ability to work. And so I had to completely tap out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also see, <laughs> this might get me in trouble, but whatever. I'm grown. <laughs> <laughs> I also see a lot of complaints like from bloggers or reviewers who it's like on one side of it, they want the freedom to say whatever they want about the book. You know, cool, cool, cool. I get that. You, you, you purchased the book or maybe you, maybe you didn't purchase the book. Maybe this is just what you do. You had an, an advanced review copy or whatever you, you say what you want, but I don't understand like if you hated my book and I block you because you hated my book and I don't want to see you, you know, <laughs> right. All of a sudden my name is getting dragged across the review sphere because, oh, she's sensitive. She, <laughs> she <laughs> I don't know what else to, you know, what else to call it, but it's like, oh, she's sensitive. Authors shouldn't be so sensitive. And it's like, Okay, but you dragged you you dragged the book. Like, am I supposed to appreciate this? Like, am I supposed to like this? <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I'm not defending authors who like go after reviewers or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, no, that's not okay. You need, not you need to right. You need to find something else to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> go write another book, sis. Like that. Like like that's not it. That's mm-hmm. not what you should be doing. But on the other hand, I'm like that same thick skin that you want the authors to have about the reviews. You should have a thick skin about you. You wrote the review. You have a thick skin too, sis. Right. <laughs> yeah. If you're gonna write, I mean, the same way that we create and write things, and we know that people are gonna respond to it. You created and wrote that review, and people have the opportunity to respond to it, however they choose. Whether it's the author, whether it's you know readers of the author who's like, what are you talking about? You know, it like that's what you leave yourself open to. The same way that we leave ourselves open to being reviewed. So right. And I just I like that's. Just- I don't understand. Again, I can't say enough that I'm not advocating for people to like cuss out reviewers because somebody didn't like your book. Like, it's okay. It's cool. Somebody didn't like your book. Whatever. (laughs) Move on. Write the next book. But on the same token, I'm just not of, I I, I don't know if it's like generational or (laughs) just 
<laughs> upbringing or what, but I'm of a very like talk shit, get hit type of. <laughs> and so if I don't want a certain response to something, or if I'm going to like clutch my pearls about a certain response to something, I'm not going to say it or I'm not <laughs> like, I'm not going to do it. And so, and I like, that's just a thing that I don't understand. Like if you are a reviewer or especially if you're calling yourself a critic or something like that, uh-huh. I think that you should probably develop the same thick skin that you want the people who you are reviewing or critiquing to have. Like yeah. that's just where I that's where I am with it. I don't I don't have an issue with people. If you want to drag a book, sis, drag it. You know, uh-huh. but I also don't like I don't if if you're crying about like the reaction to <laughs> <laughs> your review of somebody else's thing. Yeah. I don't like I don't understand that but well and then I think it goes back to what you said earlier about the framing like is this for me or is this for readers of your blog like right so right if it's for me then (laughs) why wouldn't I respond to it but if it's for readers of your blog then they that's just it I mean that's what they're gonna do that's what blogging is about I think (laughs) That's why, like I said, I just opt to, you know, to, like I said, Nicole Foss said it best. Say the best. That's not my business. Like, unless you tag me in it specifically, like there is no, there is no point where I Google my own name. I don't have any right. alerts or anything. Like I know mm-hmm. people do that. I no, I, I do not Google myself. Um, there were articles that I didn't even know I was mentioned in until I'm, I have a VA and she was like, hey, I added some stuff to you know, to your, I have a, she created a document for me where she like makes a list of like news mentions and mm-hmm. stuff. And I was like, oh, I never That's seen those. Because <laughs> I, thank you. <laughs> well, and it's crazy like how, like we've almost gotten out of the habit of clicking on them because they usually are annoying. <laughs> yeah. Like I have no idea what I'm going to see and I don't like, and I'm just good on that. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, I will say that I feel like in the very early parts of my career that I feel like I I got some very character developing reviews. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely got some of those. I will say that. And so I don't think that that's necessarily an attitude that someone who's only a year or two into it should have. Uh But call me conceited or overconfident or whatever you want to call it. But nobody is going to put anything in a review that I need to learn about myself or about my work. You know, like you don't like it and that's cool. Cool, 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 cool. But there's nothing that anybody could put in a review in 2020 that would change anything about the way that I present my work. Say that. (laughs) That is the God honest truth. Cause that's the other thing. Like, do you think like you about to give me this one star and I'm just gonna like cry and take this book down because you hated it? Like, what do you like? What do you think is gonna happen? The framing of some of them, and I don't like. I don't get it. <laughs> like, that's really how some of them are framed, or they're just very. It's very strange reviews, and I'm not even like. Don't don't get us wrong. Neither of us are saying that you have to give every book that you read five stars. Right. But if you're giving a book one 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 star, I didn't. This was too short. Like if you don't kiss my, <laughs> because it's like that's not it, a reason. Was it like was it really too short, or like did you just enjoy it so much that you read it so fast and you really want more of it? Like some people need to like 
evaluate what they're really feeling. (laughs) Examine that because that's a fine feeling to have. Like that's Mm -hmm. a fine feeling to have. Um, And even if you do, even, even if the answer is, you know, maybe you come to the answer that no, it's just too short. Mm -hmm. Is there really a reason for a one star review? Like, because who made you, that's, that's a topic for a different yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we could take it there, but we, we got to take it all the way there. So let's yeah. just, we're going <laughs> to pull it back in a little bit. But I just keep coming back to silly reasons to take away stars. And I know that's subjective, right? Like that's very subjective. To, to tell you the truth, we don't have a real answer on what makes a good review. We just have our opinions on what makes a good review. But the silly reasons, like, just really blows me. Like, there is nothing that will send me through the roof faster than getting a text or something from one of my peers. And it's a screenshot of a review that they've gotten. And one of the reasons that a star was taken away or two stars or however many stars was taken away was because... This isn't what I thought it was going to be. Listen. (laughs) Through the roof mad. Like, are you serious? Like, what are you reading for? What, like, what, like, what's your purpose here? Are you only here to read exactly what you want to read? You only, you're only here for books that you sent the author a letter with all your, with a list of check boxes to check off and, that's all you wanted to see, just those things. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I really don't know why people go into reading anything with like expectations for what it's supposed to be. Like, when I sit down, I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna read something good, and that's just gonna be it. But to like have a storyline crafted in my head and all that, like that's a lot. Like that sounds like you should just be writing books. It doesn't sound like you should be taking that criticism out on me. It's so unfair to the author because really, what you're saying is it doesn't matter how you know it doesn't matter how good it actually was. It doesn't matter you know, how much heart was put into it or whatever, whatever, whatever. It wasn't what you thought it was going to be. And so because it wasn't this very specific thing that you thought it was going to be, it's not good. Like right. that is just so. Well, and it, I mean, I just feel like you're you're selling yourself short as a reader to not allow yourself to go on the journey that's presented to you. And mm-hmm. to be like critiquing along the way, well, this shouldn't be this way, or this shouldn't have, or this character should do should have done this right here. And like you're not even enjoying like reading for me personally is gonna be completely to enjoy whatever the author is putting in my face. Like I'm not gonna mm-hmm. be evaluating, oh, I would have done this and that. Like that's crazy to me. And maybe, maybe that is just a thing because we're creators too, but like it literally never occurs to me. Like I do not read anything thinking, oh, she shouldn't have done that. Or this should have been over here. Like that just doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's not to say that I like everything that I read. Like that's not what I'm saying by any means, Mm -hmm. but just that this thing of this isn't what I thought it was going to be like take a step back and see the beauty in that, you right, know, right. like instead of it being mm-hmm. negative. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I really implore people to sit down, 
and just enjoy whatever the reader. Because I just, it really takes away from just being able to enjoy anything creative. I feel like if you're going into it with certain expectations. And I mean, I've like, that's not to say I haven't gone into things with expectations. Like, I mean, maybe a rapper is getting ready to put out a CD and then I hear it and it's not what I thought it was going to be. But then, so then I listen to it once and then I take away the expectations and I listen to it again, like completely without any expectation. And it sounds so much better. Mm -hmm. You know what? That actually gives me like another example. Like when Beyonce, when the gift album came out, like it just wasn't, I was, eh, you know, um, mm -hmm. really, you know, it wasn't my thing. But then once I watched Black is King, because my like I had shifted my mentality, you know, I wanted a certain type of album from Beyonce, you know, right. I would, mm -hmm. Like go back to like lemonade, you know, what was cool. You were stretching your you were stretching your boundaries and all of that. But sis, I need another dangerously in love, you know. <laughs> so I get it. And so when the gift came out, it was kind of like, hey, you know, good for her. I'm happy for everybody that loves it, but it's just not really, you know, it's not really for me. This isn't my favorite thing from her. I didn't feel the need to go anywhere and bash it. If somebody right. had asked me, I would have said so. But I didn't feel the need to go, you know, to just go trashing it. It just wasn't for me. It just wasn't my thing. But good for her. She made an album that she felt great about. But then when Black is King came out and I saw the film and seeing the videos and everything and putting it in context without my selfish well this is what i want from beyonce you know without that kind of veil over it dude those songs bang like <laughs> it makes it totally different but like you said it's really about you know not only having the beautiful visual to accompany it because that's just a whole nother just masterpiece right but yeah. to really you know pull back on those expectations of what you wanted versus what is actually there and when you can just have appreciation or go into it ready to enjoy what is actually there then right versus totally what i experienced because people always talk about that but i don't like <laughs> there are things that readers say they want right but mm -hmm. then there are the things that they actually get excited about and I feel mm -hmm. like those are two different things. Mm -hmm. They <laughs> and absolutely I, are. And I think, I, I, well, I don't think, I feel that a lot of readers don't, I won't say they don't know what they actually like. I think that what they actually like is much different from what they have given themselves the approval to like. Mm. because we say you know that we want to see the i'll give i'll give this example we don't want to see black women in like bad relationships like we don't want to see we don't want to see that we're sick of that etc cetera, etc cetera, etc cetera. but if you don't see any of like that 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 kind of journey and these things that she's learned from those bad relationships and all of that you get complaints about well this is boring and this mm -hmm. is <laughs> this is unrealistic and it's like there's always that shift right where you have to really just kind of figure out what it is that you want to write as the author like you have to figure mm -hmm. out right you have to figure out what you want to do i can swear up and down i don't feel like eating 
ribs today. You know, I'll give that example. I don't feel like eating no ribs. I'm tired of ribs. I'm sick of ribs. I want to look at ribs. But baby, if I smell some ribs, I'm, I'm like, you know what? It's rib show. <laughs> <laughs> Right. You know, and so sometimes it's not, it's, it's, it's like, it's fine to want what you want. Right. Mm -hmm. But you can enjoy things that aren't necessarily exactly what you wanted. Like it's okay <laughs> to just let a plate of ribs be a plate of ribs. Like it's, it's, it's cool. You can still want your wings, you know, you can still want mm -hmm. your lemon pepper wet, you know, nothing, nobody's going to take that from you, but it's okay to enjoy these ribs for just being ribs too. Right. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And I, I appreciate readers who can say, like who can start reading something and, and just decide that they're not in the space for that right now and mm. put it down without mm -hmm. saying, okay, I read 20% of this book and I'm going to go give it a one star because it did nothing for me right now. Like, no, that's not that's not how this works. Um, at least in my opinion. But I like I said, I appreciate the readers who can say, I'm just not I wanna read something super angsty right now and this is just super happy and so maybe I shouldn't read this right now. I can come back to it later when I'm in the mood for something like this. Right. Because that's that's another thing that's really not fair to the reader. Like I remember one time I got it was it was on uh pulling doubles and I got I can't remember how many stars she gave it, but one of the complaints was, why why are there so many books about hospital settings right now? I'm tired of reading about that. Uh, two stars or however many stars it was. <laughs> I, I can't remember how many stars it was, but I know that was the complaint. And I'm like, sis, you just been reading? That's just what you've right. been reading? <laughs> like, that's my fault? <laughs> like, I'm not, like, I didn't write this to be a part of a trend i wrote it because in the first book i said i said this dude was a doctor yeah. in the book that wasn't about him so hey if i'm writing a book about him i'm i guess i'm writing a doctor <laughs> you know what right. i mean like i didn't yeah. it wasn't to lead into a trend and it's like that stuff like it is just really really frustrating it's really really frustrating yeah. and again that that leads into the reasoning for like why am i even reading this this is not my business it's not it's, <laughs> Literally not my business. That's right. tired of reading doctors. She can be tired of reading doctors. That is totally fine. This is not my business because if I had known beforehand, would I have would I have not written the book? Because because you specifically have been reading a lot about doctors. Right. I must not have been reading anything about doctors if I wanted to write one. Like so, right. <laughs> where do we go from here? So yeah, stuff like that is definitely not helpful. I guess we we should, we should probably give some helpful examples, I guess, too. Yeah. <laughs> Just complaining. And so, okay, what constitutes a good review? Um, I think that that's going to be a very subjective thing. Um, I think there's going to be, but, and, and I was about to say, I think those are going to be completely different from, you know, reader, whether you're writing for the reader to see it or the author to see it. But I actually, I actually don't know that I agree with that. I think that, like you said, at the very, like at the very top of this episode, you talked about reviews where you can tell that real thought went into it. And it's not even that it has to be, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not asking for anybody to write an essay. I understand. <laughs> like, no, I don't need that. Perfect spacing. Right. <laughs> it's not about that. It's just about the fact that, like, you really felt this, like you really mm -hmm. understood 
what the author was trying to do, or you, maybe you didn't understand what they were trying to do, but you really put like you really put some thought into it, and you really, you know, you really went into the work with an open mind, and maybe it worked for you, and maybe it didn't. It's okay mm-hmm. to read those reviews as well. Like I'm, I'm not of the opinion that you know that that somebody should never leave a negative review. That's not my opinion, mm-hmm. um, but. If you're going to leave that negative review, like, why? And if your reasons are some stuff that is intensely personal just to you. Now, that is when I would that is when I would second guess, you know, leaving a negative review, because just because, you know, you just got fired from your job at, I don't know, the gas station and my hero owns the gas station. (laughs) I cannot believe she made him a gas station owner. (laughs) Right. They don't deserve love or whatever. Like that, like that's really not fair. That's really not cool. But if you feel like, okay, he was really like this hero was borderline abusive and he was rude to everybody, including the heroine. He never, you know, give, give, give reasons. Mm -hmm. Let me know that you actually read this. Like if you're going to leave a negative, if you're going to leave a negative review, there should be reasons other than your very intensely personal. (laughs) Okay. So that, that makes me ask you something though. Um, Character decisions. And I'm not talking about criminal stuff. This man should be arrested. But like just regular, just bad character decisions. Should that be considered when writing a review? I, my knee jerk reaction is to say no, because they're fictional characters and Mm -hmm. it's all part of the landscape of the book. Nobody cares what you would have done if you had that fine man in your face and, you know, (laughs) All of that. Um, yes, I'm thinking about a very specific review. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares, sis. He wasn't for you. He was for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's not about you agreeing with what the characters did or not. Like that to me, like, I don't know. May and again, this is just this is just opinion. But right, this is just us talking. This is yeah. not <laughs> the law of romance landia. <laughs> I just, I, unless that decision is something like, okay, she was always talking about how she hated grits, but at the end of the book, he gave her a grits themed birthday party and she just loved that, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Not a grits themed birthday party. I'm just saying, like that would be completely out of character, you know, for her to love right, that, right. For him to give her that if he claims to love her, unless it was supposed to be like a joke and it was clear that it was a joke, like something like that. It's like, uh-huh. wait a minute, that didn't really, like, yeah. that didn't really work for me. That didn't make sense. That was weird. Something like that, sure. But, but that and that would be like co- character development issues, right? right? More than or character continuity, continuity. Is that, is that what you say it's both work coming out my mouth. Continuity. Continuity. <laughs> my lips after I said it like wait <laughs> no <laughs> but that, that would be those kind of issues that wouldn't necessarily right. be decision making right but I've seen people 
like I'm I'm gonna go ahead and give this example. Like in um I think I might want you. Gemma is my very, you know, she's not trying to settle down for anybody, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The hero really wasn't necessarily trying to do all that either, but he did want to like he 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 would have committed to Gemma if Gemma was into that. But Gemma wasn't necessarily into that either. And by the end of the book, they came to an understanding about what they were to each other and what they wanted their relationship to look like that I thought was was perfect for them. You know, mm-hmm. and then one of the reviews, Gemma is blah, 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 blah. I can't believe she was doing that with that fine man in her face and that trying to love her and she running off. And I'm like, I don't think I typed the word love anywhere in that book. Where you get that from? <laughs> I don't think he's, I don't think he said that. Like we're not even we're not even talking about that, sis. But it's just like just because that's what you would do, or that's what your homegirl would do, or whatever. Like that doesn't make the heroine wrong for it. And why do right. you think that it makes this book bad because the heroine didn't do what you wanted her to do, or what you felt like she should do? Like I. That's just not how I read. And I think maybe that's just the difference here. I think that a lot of times when like when people get really upset about the main character's decisions and stuff like that, I feel like they're inserting themselves, which, you uh-huh. know, I'm not I'm not necessarily saying anything is wrong with that. I that's just not how I read. And so it feels <laughs> like it 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 it, it feels off to me like it feels odd to me like I just I can't even compute (laughs) like I can't even really compute that like this book is not about me it's like yes I see someone that looks like me I see someone that could be my homegirl I see somebody that could be my sister or my neighbor or whatever but the heroine is the heroine and the hero is the hero I'm not part of their relationship I'm just watching their story unfold but I Uh think for some people you know, they kind of they're they they're they're immersing themselves and they are the heroine and they're getting upset because the heroine is doing things that that's this isn't what I would do. And so <laughs> and so they're upset about it. And I feel like that tends to translate into a lot of frustration toward the heroine that then comes out in the review. And really do those heroines get a lot of frustration oh, towards maybe. them. <laughs> How dare she? This man, like 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 old girl said, this man just wants to love her, and she is out here being uncertain and flighty. And why is she being so mean to him? Because how dare she expect him to be accountable to the things that he has done <laughs> in the past? And how dare she not just fall in front of him because he brought some flowers or he baby baby please or oh, he has shown this minimal amount of effort and so why isn't she falling on her knees for <laughs> minimal effort that's that's very important to point out here it's always like the smallest things that have happened and readers are like oh she should just already be in love with them why is she in love with them why aren't they like having babies already why aren't they married already like right it's only been like two weeks <laughs> Right. But don't don't let her have had a bad relationship where some stuff was going wrong and she didn't don't let her not have seen it, because, of course, it will be obvious because we're built in 
the the readers, the, the, women, the women readers, we're all, we all have built-in sensors for whether or not this guy is a good guy or not. Why doesn't the heroine have that too? She should have known, oh boy, wasn't worth nothing, but that the hero, he who is also a man who also, you know, has the same, <laughs> has the same upbringing and whatever else, she should know the difference because I know the difference. Right. So she should too. Like <laughs> It's crazy. Well, and then the other thing is like, so we both often write from dual point of views. Mm-hmm. And so we might see, you know, the hero talking about the heroine to someone else in this, you know, passionate, clearly they're falling for them way, but the heroine might not have, like, might not have received that yet. And so I think a lot of times it's like the, like the hero doesn't even know some of the stuff that y'all know as readers. Right. And so you're evaluating where she should be at in this situation based on things so that you've only heard. The, yeah. 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 Girl, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a lot. It's just a lot, and I feel like these heroines get so much pressure, and it's crazy because my heroines are honestly like like that's the most important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not to say that the heroes aren't important too, but. It's just like there, there's a certain nuance and a certain like I, I like I just desperately want to hit the right note. I desperately want to give them that 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 care and that attention. Right. And you put all of this into them, and then the reviews is oh my god, Kingston Whitfield. Or, oh my <laughs> it's god, always a lot of men. <laughs> It is all, which let me let me say this because I, I really appreciated it. Um, Tasha over at Brown Girl Book Geek, she wrote a review of my most recent release, Whoa. And she said, Usually I want to be in the heroine's shoes. I'm paraphrasing. Usually she wants to be in the heroine's shoes because of the fine men they're paired with. But in Molly's case, she wanted to be in her shoes because Molly was just a total boss. And I yeah. was like, Thank you. I was yes. like, thank you. Like, thank you for, <laughs> for seeing that and, and getting that and understanding the importance of that. Yes. That she's not just who she is because of him. Like, no, she's bomb by herself. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That. And I mean, I get it. You know, the guys are a big part of the appeal. You know, it would be silly to not recognize that. You know, mm-hmm. we get it. But at the same time, it's like, man. It just be nice to get some balance. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I say all this to say I appreciate every review that anyone has ever left, good or bad, <laughs> because they may really do matter, and I really do appreciate um, anyone who takes the time to to give some of that feedback, even if I don't see it for months later. But <laughs> I, I do appreciate um, people caring enough to take that time. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It it actually does matter. I don't often read the content of my reviews, but I do look at the number. I do like to see, you know, I do like to see the number go up. Um, and especially when people like bloggers, reviewers, whoever, like when y'all tag me in the stuff, I get so excited and I'm so glad that I've mm-hmm. never, never I've never had the misfortune of somebody tagging me in a negative review, or I don't think mm-hmm. I have. Maybe I blocked it out. I don't think anybody <laughs> 
I don't think anybody has ever tagged me in their negative reviews. Um, but I really, I really, really like, please do that. Like if you, (laughs) like if you post about it or whatever, um, like on social media, if you have, even if, if you have a review site, especially if you have like a review site or like a review account, especially, you know, for us, because we don't really have a lot of black, you know, booktubers and Instagrammers and all of that. Uh you're if you're reading my stuff and you post about it please tag me or whatever author please tag the author to make sure that we see it because sometimes we don't always follow you because we you know we we we, we've not seen you yet you know I know I can't I can't I can't call the name to mind because this was like a few weeks ago but someone I saw it I only saw it because somebody else reposted it because somebody that I do follow reposted Uh it but she had since had been like talking about me all up and down her feed, like good stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. like, I haven't seen any of this. Where has all uh-huh. been? <laughs> you yeah. know, and I and I, I was able to share it from there. But yeah, we we want to see we want to see that stuff, and we want to you know we want to support you guys because yeah, because I'm always there in a quickness. Like I love to be able to share that kind of stuff. So yeah. despite my complaints about the thick skin thing. I still do value vloggers and reviewers and all of that. I absolutely value you. I just don't want to see you talking about authors being sensitive because they didn't like your review because that's a sensitive thing. I'm sorry. That's a sensitive thing to complain about. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like this, this energy should just cancel each other out and it shouldn't be spoken on. Exactly. That. It should cancel out because you're being sensitive too. <laughs> <laughs> But I absolutely, you know, value what, you know, what's what's given to the landscape and like uh, Aries reads too. And there is another one that I just saw. She just tagged me. Um, I think it's uh, I think her name is Mommy What You Reading, which is so cute. Um, oh, but the people who do like the edits. Oh, like, yes. Oh, I love those. Like their, what, what they how they thought the character looked and like the other little images and stuff like that. That's the, that is so bomb. Please tag mm-hmm. me in those. Please make <laughs> about my books, like so that I can share it because I mm-hmm. definitely want to see that. But um, there's just so many ways that um, that even you know even just beyond reviews that readers can show you know can show authors that type of support. Um, and that's not even to say that all even though we talked about really liking the reviews that have all that depth and all of that in there. I will. I will always take sis. You put your foot in this, right? No, that's um, like it's the little <laughs> when you speak to me and you speaking life into what I'm trying to, you know, give to the world. Like I'm always gonna appreciate it. Like I don't need a dissertation. However, yeah. what does Amazon allow? I can't remember what the what like the word count is. I, I oh, think like it's, characters. Yeah, I think it needs to be a certain amount of characters. But if the rest of the characters got to be all exclamation points, I will take that. Like it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be anything fancy or anything like that. But you know, just why you like the book, why you didn't like the book. I think that's the most important. Like if you're gonna give a rating, say why. You know, yeah. like if you. Yeah. If, if you feel inclined to like write out like a long review, just, you know, give those examples and say why, because it, it matters, not just even if we don't immediately see them, it matters to the other readers that are part of your community too. Mm-hmm. And you're helping, you're helping out your fellow reader as well. So, yeah. And be careful. I mean, if you're going to give a spoiler, at least give a, like a spoiler. Oh my God. Please. 
please, pity please. <laughs> uh, because, you know, some people, some readers don't care about that kind of stuff or some readers like will go to look at reviews after they read a book to see if people agree or disagree with what they were feeling or thinking. So it's, it's okay to have them, but if you're going to do it, give an alert so that people who are just looking at reviews to see if they should read this or not, doesn't get the spot blown up before they can even get a chance to open the book. Man, I disagree. I don't put no spoilers <laughs> in my reviews. <laughs> no spoilers or else. Because, <laughs> no, I have seen, like, the ending or, like, kind of a surprise or, like, stuff that was really, really, that really would have ruined the book for someone, you know. And mm-hmm. I, I just, that felt really unfair to other readers who were coming along. And it was unfair to the author. So just be careful. I won't say no spoilers. <laughs> I like how Goodreads they have. You can choose like this review is gonna have spoilers before you even click it. Like so, that's helpful. Amazon consider that. But <laughs> so that was today's episode talking about reviews. I'm not sure that that was actually helpful more than it was just us venting about various <laughs> frustrations and thoughts. But hopefully, hopefully there was something to be pulled from that, even if it was just. If you enjoyed it, whatever, whatever you have to give is a good review, you know, so mm-hmm. that's that. But as always, thank you guys for listening in. And I, I think we can call that done, right? I think so. Thanks for listening. Bye.